Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the inaugural episode of HHOF, the Housewives Hall of Fame podcast. It's a working title. It's a work. <laughs> it's a working <laughs> title. I thought we decided on this. We never did. I've actually said multiple times that that what that we were working. <laughs> On a title. Yeah. Okay. Well, 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 we had to say something, right? We couldn't just come in and say we're untitled. The untitled. We Housewives are. The, I couldn't come up with a title <laughs> podcast about housewives. Um, I just thought it would organically flow over time. You thought the title would organically yeah, flow? Yeah, I didn't want to push something on us. Sorry. Okay. Well, so, that, should I take it back? Should I take it again? No, this is perfect. Ladies Leave and gentlemen, it all welcome. In. To blank. We will find out what this is as we do it. We're an ever-flowing, natural, all-natural podcast. It's like the real world, except we don't have a title yet. <laughs> that's right. That's the big difference. <laughs> it's like real world, real world, world rules challenge, Jersey Shore. Oh, they all have names. Never mind. It's like none of them. Uh, oh, so well. listen. Um, Where do Molly we even Sailors. begin? I am Jared Emick, and this is my co-host, Molly Sailors. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it is. And we, um, can I say, love each other very much? Is that okay? I think it's okay. I'll allow it. And we both love the housewives very much. I mean, yes. Do I want to give kind of a brief rundown before we get into today's episode of just a background and your credentials and why we should care about your housewives' opinion. You got to really prove it to me, mostly. <laughs> all of the two people involved in this. Um, I don't know. It all started for me in... 2010 I I I just you know I always I was more a Hills Laguna Beach person um but then I you know I felt rumblings of New York and I just moved here around that time but it never felt uh it never really clicked so you, for me you waited till you moved here to watch yeah I I'm very weird about the things I I always let it you know I'm not a usually with the show the first mm -hmm. person like on board, like Gilmore Girls. I'm obsessed with Gilmore Girls. Yeah, I didn't start watching till I got the season five DVD set, and I just started on season five. I'm ridiculous. I why? Understand. Why? Why? My parents got it for me. I think my dad got it on sale. That's its its own. I see. I own. see. We'll dig into that in future episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's father's mind. So. Anyway, so you started watching New York, and that's when you really fell in, right? I mean, that was your gateway drug. So I speak. did, I did. Like, I think it was season three, mm -hmm. which is one of the reasons mm -hmm. I that's picked. why we're starting, right? Right. Um, but it it that was where I dove in, and uh, mm -hmm. I mean, and then I kind of went back to the first two seasons, and then I was like pretty deep in, mm -hmm. um, and then Beverly Hills is when I saw that Camille Grammer clip, like. <laughs> Just even before the show opened, All I was I like, All I think about it is, is with is grammar is, is Kelsey Grammer falling off the stage in that viral clip. You know what I'm talking about? I actually don't. He says like some like very pretentious line on stage and then he just doesn't see where he's going and he falls off and he goes, oh my God. And like he just drops out of frame and he falls. You don't, you don't, I haven't seen that? No, somehow I've missed that. <laughs> and I, I feel like you've seen so much of the grammar family and household and you know so much about yeah. them that the, the notion that you don't know about that video i do think about her I, children I, often in the dance classes <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it so um is that so, i mean <laughs> no no that's great so i mean yeah i mean well i think i i, I mean i'll just say that you know i like oh, yes, that please. your entry in was was no yes i'll just ask myself it's okay <laughs> I, um, I'm really, you know, 
I, I, I avoided Bravo um, out of, you know, no reason other than just, I guess, kind of fear and confusion. I mean, it was not for me, you know, growing up and the whole Housewives thing. I, I was against reality television really pretty much in general. There were a few weird shows that Jersey appealed to Shore. my... Jersey Shore was one of them. But even before that, I think there was WWE Tough Enough. And that was the... that You never heard about this? No. This was, I think at the time, it was WWF. But it was when I liked wrestling, and it was like a reality show to pick the next, like a re- if you won the, it was like a drag race, but for wrestling. Oh. And if you won, you became, you actually started wrestling. What and a like, good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they kind of showed, you know, like the peek behind the curtain, and you got to see like what real wrestling was like. So that was, that was a cool show. And you know, other than that, it was like Survivor was mainstream, and I never watched The Bachelor, and I never got into like the big mainstream ones. American Idol, obviously, like when that was such a, you know, huge incredible movement in american culture like i had to kind of be aware of that but i never really got into anything and then of course once i met a beautiful woman named molly sailors um she really got me hooked um not by choice it wasn't like oh i'm gonna sit it was down. a bit of a struggle no 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 i wouldn't i didn't volunteer like please show me your favorite reality shows yeah. no, no no it was you know well a lot Slowly of it is when you're living time when you're like forced fed something well when you're living together i mean much like gilmore girls and i'm happy it turned out this way with gilmore girls when you're living together and you know you have a favorite show and you want to show the other person um you know this means a lot to me this show i i, I love the show for a lot of different reasons and you probably get to know me better if you got to know the show better i think that's legit right is that fair to say <laughs> yeah. or is it just embarrassing <laughs> no no i love it <laughs> and um and so you know i i went on a run there I mean, I'll, I'll, I think I'm basically, at this point, on the same page as you. I mean, I listen to... You just to, haven't watched as, like... Well, no, what, what was I about to say is that I watched New York. I watched Beverly Hills. I watch uh, Salt Lake City. Um, I've seen, you know, I've dabbled in OC. I've dabbled in Jersey. You, I mean... You've watched I, a fair amount of Potomac. Fair amount of Potomac. I've dabbled in Potomac, absolutely. And so... You know, these and are, Vanderpump. Let's not forget Vanderpump. Of course, no. If we're going to extend to the Bravo universe, I, there's no, but, Below Deck and everything else. But but Vanderpump, Lisa Vanderpump. You know, there's a direct connection. It's a spinoff of Real Housewives. I'm sorry, you're right. We should have included sorry. Vanderpump well, Rules in the I original really didn't grouping want to fight. of Housewife shows. And this is just the beginning. You're going to sense a tension. It's a natural <laughs> tension. You know, it's we're 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 we we've been together a long time, and that that's gonna that's gonna simmer there and behind the scenes. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's a good tension. We live. <laughs> it and we love it um no i uh of course if you're going to include vander you know look vanderpump lately you know i don't want to get into it it's been a little sketchy i'm not really a, a fan of how it's been lately of course you know you had all these justifiable ejections from the cast but it's kind of left them a little you know short shorthanded i feel roster wise that's um, a very kind way of saying yeah. it but but so anyway so yeah I'm, I'm a big uh housewives person now i've been exposed to it and, and i'm into it and i you know i'm a big fan of where the where the franchises seem to be at there you know the except I, for a few are having a tough time sure well, I mean, in general, the high points right now in areas oh, of discussion, yes, 100%. the Erica Jane saga, the Jen Shaw saga. Ugh, I right. mean, these are, you know, so I would say true. I would say the Mary saga, you know. the. I mean, we're just hitting that one. These are really nice stories. You know, you know, sometimes you'll 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 be left with some like Lisa Renna, you know, Munchausen thing or whatever. That's that's all. So, it just seems so trivial compared to what we got going on now. So I feel like this, the shows are in a good place. The shows are in a good place. But I think what we found super interesting was like going through and like it's getting to this amazing spot now but i'm 
I think going back in its archives mm-hmm. to see like where some of the things started some of like and this is no you know we haven't pulled anyone this is just what we think mm-hmm. are the mm-hmm. best. We have a, it's a sound this sounds official this it sounds really, like tons of research went into it no and that we're extremely prepared we're prepared but it's a um, gut instinct it's an, a lot of gut you're listening to a lot of gut. it has you know, mm-hmm. I don't know it appeals to us on like a, a a kind of instinctive like animalistic level exactly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well listen <laughs> maybe we should get to the uh to the episode that we're covering are you I mean, ready or do you want to get more background or how are you feeling i don't know i mean i think i want to give some background to the Please. episode like go you know and did you want to say we... the episode is you want to i think before okay. that sorry oh. i'm Please, I, back I, up, back way up. You I get, just want to give it some We don't want to zoom through. Please. I just want to give it some runway. Please, we got all the time so, in the world. So I've been agonizing mm-hmm. over which episode should be the 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 beginner, the first thing that we yeah. that we sink our teeth into. And, um, for you know, there's I, I feel like there were many different franchises that could have been this first episode. There were many different seasons in the running. But if I go to where for me it all started and and it's season three of Real Housewives of New York is where I felt very confident. Like I, I would circle the different seasons being like, maybe it's season seven or they went to, you know, Cartagena. Like there's a lot of <laughs> options out there. Uh-huh. But <laughs> Scary Island, the three part saga, and honestly the reunions as well are the foundation that built housewives for me wow and now you picked an episode smack dab in the middle of this trilogy this 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 uh this epic trilogy as you as you and it was difficult i tried to push for a three-part episode (laughs) in our pilot episode (laughs) but we're gonna introduce our fans slowly with a mega three-part special (laughs) the trilogy finally the saga molly sailor sinks her teeth into the trilogy well i'm glad we 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 didn't shy away from it because you felt like it was three episodes or whatever. I'm glad we did what we did and we watched episode two, which, because, you know, I mean, I know what happens before and after. It's not like I'm like, what's going to happen? Like, I, I, in fact, a lot of these moments that I want to go through are interesting to me in terms of being the inception and the hatching of yes. these classic oh storylines. Of course. It so, really, so in it that really sense, is. I think so it was true. a good choice. You know, like, I mean, we kind of all know what happens. It's Cartagena. Is that where they're at? No, oh, not Cartagena. Oh, no, St. John. They're in St. John's. John's. Cartagena. So where Jill comes and interrupts them and, and joins them. I mean, that's and, I mean, just one you... little crumble of a much larger <laughs> well, cookie. Is it not the centerpiece or climax of the trilogy? You have to give me that. It's not? I mean, it's the climax. Uh, I feel like right. it, it's the climax. You, I feel like we're going to have trouble <laughs> moving forward. It seems like anytime we approach like an important moment, you're like, I just, you don't even... <laughs> You're not respecting this enough, it feels like. That's no, the sense you're giving. No, it's I, okay. I like it. I I I believe it's important, but it's just I <laughs> I think that uh-huh. there's so many important moments. I love that you have the clicker in your hand, like you're like <laughs> like you're about to scroll through NFL film and hard knocks. You're like you're you 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 have this intense look in your face, like I'm looking forward to maybe you are you going to be trying to scroll through it in real time? No, I'm going to just have it on in the background so we can have visual cues. Just rolling the whole just time? Just rolling. <laughs> Is that not good? No, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's fine. No, it's good. I mean, it's, you don't want the... Do you want the episode, I guess, to be as long as the episode? No, no, no. I. Th- oh, okay. okay. We, haven't, so we'll t- we haven't pre-prepped, but... um. 
what is that, an announcement to our fans? <laughs> if you couldn't tell by us asking each other what to do, we haven't pre-prepped. <laughs> you're probably listening, you're enjoying yourself. You're like, wait a minute, these assholes haven't pre-prepped yet. You I could wa- sense it. I'm glad you admitted it. <laughs> I did write notes, though. So, of course, I took copious notes. I mean, you were saying in a somewhat cocky fashion, um, you know, it, it, you can kind of, I said, I said, should we go scene by scene? You said, you could touch on anything you want. I'll be able to talk about it. So you say anything and I'll have like, it's, I'll know, I'll automatically from memory have an in-depth assessment. And you stand by those words. Now that you're on mic and the pressure's on. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm doubling down. I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Well, do you want to... Oh, there she goes. Okay, it's rolling now. So look, it's season three, episode 12. It's like a little commentary. I like it this way. Season three, episode 12, Sun, Sand, and Psychosis. Speaking of titles, we don't have one, but they do. That's a great one. Don't you agree? I think it's it's good. It's good. I not, mean, a, not a big fan. You're average. Five out of ten. I think that there's so many pull-out lines from this episode that they could have used. <coughs> Is that Sorry. what they do normally? They, they, they use lines from the episode typically typically huh. um but just to like we're in the smack dab of this trilogy and the episode before they get to st john's <coughs> sorry i don't think i have covid but who knows um <laughs> and you want me to get your water Are you good no I'm you have good. enough okay yeah. uh but they start out and ramona is having a renewal of vows with her husband of 17 years, Mario. <laughs> and they decide what better way they're going to have this massive event, but she needs to go on a bachelorette weekend naturally with all her close girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And she, they go to St. John's. St. John's. Now, where is that? You don't know. Caribbean, but I do not know. I, <laughs> I can look it up. Keep talking. I'll yes, look it up. Okay. Um, and part one, phase one of the trip. Again, we're not privy to the what's going to happen, but of course they go on a, a mega yacht. You Caribbean, know, sig- you're right. Caribbean island of the Caribbean, mega uh, yacht, mm-hmm. signaling to you know future shows like Below Deck. But they spend this time on this super yacht, right? And um, right, a this lot- is the first scene, right? They're on the yacht, right? But this is the episode before. But just to speak, and the tension right. between Bethany. And uh, Kelly Ben Simone. Kelly Ben Simone becomes very intense, mostly around the idea of is Bethany a cook or a chef? Right. And that really sets I ha- both parties off. Yeah, I have this down. I mean, I mean, just to just to back it up slightly. Yes, of course. Um, you know, because I always really am intrigued by what reality shows choose for their previously on. Yeah, and in fact, I, I'm intrigued by it in in the fiction sense. You know how normal shows kind of, uh, you know, recap the story, what they choose to show you, and this was an interesting one for this episode. They said previously on, and it was Luann recording a song. I'm, I I'm, I don't recall which song it Money was. Money can't buy you class. Okay. It was her first song. I mean, single ever. At, at, and then incredible. The most famous housewife song ever, right? Yeah. Then. The other previously on bit that they showed is that Ben, uh, ben Simone calls Bethany a hoe bag. Ah, uh, yes. Now in that, the in the lower level of the of the yacht, yes. So this tension, obviously, I mean, it's all season. I mean, this is a storyline. Bethany versus Ben Simone is like you're all up season, here all I, season. I'm up here. You're down here. Mm-hmm. I'm a yes person. Right. You're a no person. I mean, these are the right. Anyone who knows knows. Like those are the crescendo events that are getting us to this moment. And so now we're on the boat, like you said, and you're right. Uh, you know. 
this whole weird combo about being a chef or whatever. It's, it's so weird. And, and it's then, so specific and needly. It's so yes. incredible. And and I think there's a, there's a great, I mean, some good lines in this, great lines in this episode. Oh, my I mean, God. This is I literally over, couldn't type quick it's, enough. It's like that when you flush the toilet. This is not the, be, the <laughs> most classy I'm ready. No, no, I'm sure it's but great. But you flush the toilet and you're like, oh, oh, and you just sense it and it's coming up and it's just, I could have just said the word overflowing, but it's overflowing the amount of quotables in this episode. You can't, just when you think it's over, more comes out and it's out of control. There's so many quotes. Almost every scene, I mean, look, I'm a, I think our listeners should, you know, have a grasp on this. I'm a casual, with a capital C, Housewives fan. Yes. Like, I like it. I watch it when I'm with you, and I watch it when you have it on. I don't think I've ever watched an episode by myself, ever. No. But I, you know, I see a that said, I see a lot of it. And I was sitting here watching this episode like, that's a classic moment. That's a classic moment. That's a classic moment. Particularly in the lines, the dialogue in this show. Oh, my God. Lines on I This episode. It's um, chilling. Is everyone seeing the same movie I'm seeing was Bethany this scene. I know. And that is such a kind of perfect, to me, encapsulation of Bethany, this kind of witty, re- like comedian-like reframing of reality. Is this the movie? Is everyone seeing the same movie I'm seeing? Calling it out, she always is probably, I would say, the best housewife as far as being the voice of reason in, in like a comedy scene. Like she calls out the reality, the dry, actually what the audience thinks while they're watching. Yeah. And, and, every, and that's I, her thing. And she does it so well in this scene, starting the, I, the calling out, the identification of Kelly's insanity. This is where like, it starts. And and it starts like, I mean, not to like, but to be, they're on the boat, they're having breakfast, and immediately, <laughs> immediately, there's, they, uh, I don't know exactly what Bethany made, mm-hmm. uh, but she helped make some part of breakfast. And, yes. And, something very low key or whatever. I and guess. she was like, you're, she corrected oh here's what happened bethany was saying i'm you know an author a chef yes and yes. listing off her credentials in a jokingly way and kelly had to say cook cook not chef cook <laughs> just to like they've already had a blow up about it and she's like no i think it's important i'm gonna just su- suffocate this moment to make this pregnant woman like freaking so so Bethany's freaking. pregnant is that uh, Bethany is very Bethany's early pregnant. on pregnant okay, and okay. her father has just passed away right yeah Kelly, Kelly has a problem with too I mean you know we'll get into it but I think it's important to kind of realize and, and you know throughout the episode that clearly Kelly is unhinged here and as and as many of the housewives mentioned sometimes it's difficult to tell whether they're you know piling on or whether they're being mean but I think to most people it's fairly clear that there is something weird going on, whether it's <laughs> the chemical imbalance that they accuse her of later in the episode or just like she's got something going on in her life that she's not mentioning on the show. Clearly something's affecting her. She's acting irrationally the entire episode. Yeah, it's... Um, but it, Sorry. Yeah, go no, ahead. I just no. want to mention one last thing about the breakfast course, scene before please, we... Please, please, please. Well, I was just going to say that Alex McCord, a, 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 a comic relief, may I say, to, at least from my perspective... Yeah. Um, at one point they're in this intense Bethany back and forth, Ben Simone, you know, barb and stinging, you know, remark. And then almost as if it's an emergency, Alex McCord says, so Simon texted me, he's making chocolate waffles and he needs to know like how much cocoa powder is that what it was? 
It was just like, what? What kind of chocolate to to get to make chocolate waffles? I just love that she's like, that's what she's interrupting this like intense back and forth with. It just why, that didn't strike me as an emergency. But it was no. So, I mean, oh, it you was were against the, me on this one. It, I mean, it's it's Alex McCord is. I love what she brought to the show, uh-huh. but is not a good housewife. Like obviously, she was okay, trying right, to set right, Bethany right. up. So you it, agree with me? She was, it's but a, it, it was but funny, it was weird, meant but it was meant emerg- to connect like with the with the chef cook thing. Like, oh, I'm oh, asking. That, oh, I didn't make that connection. Yeah. That she, she was, was like asking Bethany's advice in order to support her. And that's her why Bethany goes, good timing ability. or like, well timed. Oh, I see. Oh, I didn't even put that together. Because that went my, over my head. That's I crazy. Mean, Alex sucks, but. I see. So she's just sucking up to Bethany. I think so. I, I if like okay. the timing on that just doesn't track to me personally. And then the chef comes out and gives the real chef, not Bethany, as Kelly would say, uh-huh. um, comes out and just hands Kelly a big plate of peanut butter cookies and like that. I guess like, it, it, it was under the impression that she had requested them special or yes, something. She's it, like, could you just whip me up a extremely fucking specific thing? Peanut butter cookies. And everyone was like, look, Kelly, look at the cookies. They're for you. Like. I think everyone was just trying to keep wow. her in check. And the peanut butter cookies were like, supposed to. That is like, if that happened on Below Deck, I feel like you'd get a ton of footage of the chef. Like, I wish we had that footage. <laughs> I wish we had that footage. I wish it's we like, did It's like the they Get should, On they Beatles should. documentary, but just the, the chef's perspective on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should give, they should have Below Deck-like footage and coverage of like every time the housewives go on a boat they should they should show us the crew and then sell it like as a, and it, look if we like it spin it off it's a below deck thing now all these people now you can put these people on the crew it's a no-brainer idea and i love it and you seem skeptical i mean tell me it's great you don't like you don't like it i i think it i think it's something to discuss at a later date i'll call andy we'll talk about it okay great great um look so yeah, I don't, you want me to just kind of go in sequential order here? I mean, next I, mean, I have Ramona squealing as she identifies the big house when they're on the boat. They're going over. They see the house. She squeals, <laughs> jumps up and down. I mean. She, she really does squeal she, in her itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. This is it for her, right? I mean, this is like crack for Ramona. She just like is, you know. Yeah. it's. I mean, it is for her. And honestly, if I was bringing a group of friends and I was like, oh, I've rented a private yacht and we're about to go to a fucking mansion i'd probably be squealing on top of a you know i think you know what it's interesting you bring that up i don't think you would be squealing in fact Mm. i think quite the contrary right i I think you'd be trying to keep your cool and be like oh wow this is like so like inside I'd i'd be embarrassed inside you'd be freaking you'd be like wow oh my god look at the situation like this is so risky this is so intense and because of that you'd feel like well i should be I should act like I'm. I I belong here, yeah. and you would keep your cool almost maybe too much. I would say no. Would you're be right. Your you, you know me better than I know myself. <laughs> that's what happens. Well, Ramona is not one to shy away from fucking attention. That's for sure. But they're like the, it. It literally is half the beach. Is this like sprawling oh, mansion? Like worth, oh oh. If, if if it wasn't clear, the squeals are one hundred percent deserved. It's it's a squeal worthy home. <laughs> 
It's long. How many squeals? The five squeals were there? Oh, 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 way more than five squeals. I mean, look, I think Ramona probably had about 10 or 11 squeals. Yeah, it was pretty epic. It like, was huge. I mean, you want to move on to the house? I mean, I mean, yeah, there's so much to say about that house. Right. We could have a whole episode about that Well, we could go on for two and a half hours, but I don't know. I mean. I think the people (laughs) want Maybe we could do an episode on just the house. I'm just going to say something. Wow. I I feel like centered a lot of. (sighs) It felt like, although Mm -hmm. a beautiful landscape, the aesthetic of the house felt like it could have been in Boca Raton, Florida. I mean, it was just the worst taste ever. It's like. A rich mansion in like a very like pe- it it's just so tacky I can barely stand right, it. Is it is it a product of its time though? Are you but are you people have that good in? taste. Like this is just no, it looks it looks like but it when, was. What year is this? To before, after nine eleven, right? Oh my god! Yeah, it's like <laughs> late, <laughs> like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Okay, okay, I would okay, say. Okay, I'm just. Saying, I guess that's not it's, that long. I, I mean, Kelly Ben Simone, we go to her apartment as crazy as she is, she has good taste. Her apartment feels cool. Luann Luan Delisette, good taste. This is this is Bethany. You don't like this is her place, right? No. Or she chose it or whatever. Ramona, or, cho- Ramona. I, I'm sorry. Whew. Ramona chose it. I'm so sorry. I mean, it's embarrassing, but I'm pleased that you're here. I'm casual, like I said. Casual, just capital C. Away. <laughs> capital C. <laughs> Fan. So I, it seemed to me like what they liked most about the house, one of my favorite uh, moments was when Ramona kind of like acting as if she didn't know about everything, but also that she knew kind of walking in like, oh, wow, look at the tile. Look at the tiles. It's just like the first time she's seeing the tile. Yeah. And then at one point uh, they cut and she goes 11,000 square feet, like right to Vince <laughs> face. I thought that was very funny. And then Sonia and says the hammocks. That they-, they love the hammocks more than anything. It seemed like that was the biggest feature to them. They love the hammock, the kitchen. They were like, oh, my God, this kitchen. And it's like they have a you know, full, a real chef there, you know, prepping. Like, why should they care what the kitchen looks like? Right. But No, I know. Well, you know, it seems like they're lounging there and they can have fights in there about Bethany's cooking. Yeah. I mean, there was... What do you... From, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. I mean, no, no, no. Go ahead. Like, as they arrive at the house, something that I thought about a lot is the gift bags that Bethany gave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Keep, talk about those for a second. Um... So the gift bag, she wants to give them a gift bag for each, um, you know, a little bag of bullshit, as she called it, with their initials on these, like, Lansin-esque bags. And um, they were nice, and honestly, if I could, if, if that went up for auction at Sotheby's, Kelly Ben Simone's Skinny Girl bag, I would spend more money than I care well, it's to, because of her reaction to it i know well so bethany leaves it outside of kelly's room you would think oh okay even in the worst case like i don't like a lot of things especially like bullshit things that i'll just want to throw out when i get home like i'm a marie condo keep it keep it visually so a bag of just crap is like my worst fear right in general right but kelly's reaction is beyond intense right right and she begins to cry because of the inauthenticity (laughs) of the gift bag if i'm incorrect please stop me but yeah i mean she starts crying when she gets the gift and 
and it's a very weird, weird moment. This is when you start to kind of realize, because especially because she's alone, like she's not doing this for anyone but her own mind, and I guess the cameras. And you understand something's going terribly wrong. I mean, around here is when I believe she, in her talking head, mentions that she's having nightmares about Bethany stabbing her. Well, she yeah, she calls Jill, like crying on the bed. And, right, right. Calls Jill, exactly, yeah. And she says, and like tells Jill that Bethany's trying to kill her. Right. <laughs> As she cries softly, it's very, very upsetting. Well, what do you make of that? I mean, because your, your choices are limited here, right? It's like she's either a complete lunatic or she's not. And like, if she's not, then what is she talking about? I think, again, trying to come from Kelly is having a different... I'm trying to come from a totally non... Fair Trying to be objective. as fair for now. It might turn later. <laughs> but for the fair observation of Kelly, I would say this person is in this hugely rich bubble where people don't... She can be... It's kind of the idea of like, what's the difference between crazy and eccentric? Eccentric people have money. Like, she's crazy. <laughs> Right. And but is allowed because of her surroundings to be crazy. And so I think that also she's and just when you say par- surroundings, do you mean money or looks people, or life? People or around her just people. Because well, of her what? Because, because of her attractiveness? Of her, because of how rich she is. She was married to Jill Ben Simone, some one of the most famous photographers of all time. So I see. Like I see. Hence she, her photography thing in this episode. I, I mean, she's dabbling for the first time and you know, just through osmosis she's gonna be right. Jill Ben Simone right. part two. But uh I don't know. I just try to think about when I've been in situations, especially on a girls trip where you're like, it can get very intense, like dynamics between people and, and I think that she's in her mind maybe just set, obviously setting up scenarios right. that are not correct and and just well she says at one point she she she, she then kind of la- she's lashing out i mean she says yeah. double d fake tits bethany has yes then she says how can who i forget the name of the guy who bethany's with at the time but how can he kiss her if she's full of knives oh right is something that, that she says oh my god wow and that I, should I, be on a t-shirt I, I just feel like this is a wow. it's so um specific it just feels either again I, I like I, I hear what you're saying in terms of people accepting her insanity I'm and trying, like and like and I'm like being okay with her being deranged. But the fact of the matter is that she's still insane and she's still deranged. Like even if people tolerate it, that doesn't make it any less disturbing to watch. It's and it's very disturbing. The I'm alone on Scary Island with no friends. She says that direct to camera during, and it's like mm-hmm. as we talk about and you know for people that have let this episode in this series marinate for a long period of time like it's obvious that she instigates a lot of this so it's just interesting that she's playing the victim of this situation and you know she's she said that thing about the knives the stabbing you know jason must be kissing her and stabbing like it must be like feeling like stabbing it's her. like who says that but she says she's that she's full of knives it feels like like what and the then she hell? says in the next beat sorry to vent like I'm sorry I'm venting. Like it's like you're you're basically I think you're right in that she's like you're basically what? Go ahead, sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. Just saying it's just so interesting. She said the like very off the rocker crazy shit. And then 
says sorry to vent like sorry to vent right. is like i'm really like, mad, I'm at, mad at, at blank at, yeah at right guy who sat you know down and man's you know man spread it on the subway right that's a right, vent right. worthy thing or like my mom's really like you know annoying me today or something yeah. like sorry to vent not like this woman is made of knives and she's a psychopath and I i've had nightmares about her murdering me sorry to vent yes exactly like, i'm a psycho murderer sorry to vent yes exactly um i hear you it's 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 weird it's it's and it's only a sign of things to come i mean uh next scene bethany making breakfast ramona classic moment comes in with the oatmeal complaints it's too salty in a very classic kind of waspy rich but white she speaks asshole with a, way a lot of compliments she says i love the consistency <laughs> this is what i mean though it's like that's <laughs> almost more insulting like if i'm god forbid like working for ramona at any point in my uh, life i i i would much rather her top five say this I is too salty <laughs> all right i'd much rather her say this is too salty and me go got it then her be like you know i really love when whenever you make this oatmeal and you do a fantastic job this time though i just i'm sorry to say it maybe was a little too salty so if you could just take it back and have it make ne- next time you make it just not make it as salty don't like, that is don't tor- that, the, the, the sit through that whole beginning to end <sighs> is like torture honestly torture. it's one of the nicest things ramona's ever said to someone <laughs> in a help situation it's oh, the nicest God. way honestly she's just mm. i mean a disaster but honestly some of her best behavior is on this trip because of how crazy kelly is um right well by comparison right so so what so they're eating breakfast and what else happens here? oh well, oh oh the, the complaint right. the complaint pad because kelly this comes is just in. Yet, yet another kind of like Oh, okay. You're insane again. There's a new kind of wrinkle where you're either I don't know. Maybe I, part of me go ahead. No, no, no. I'm I'm just saying like they come in after this the night before having this huge fight like or it just feels like tension is everywhere. Yeah. And Ramona says the thing about the salty oatmeal and then Kelly comes in everyone's trying to be nice to her and she's just like I've got a complaint pad we should just write down our complaints if we have any complaints about anything and put them in this fishbowl and we'll just write it down like we're in fourth grade. Here's my hypothesis and then I want to hear yours. Because again, this is not normal behavior. Oh no, Human beings don't do this at that age in this setting. It's just weird. I think maybe at this point, her people, you know, are like, her people are trying to say like, do you want to stand out? What do we do that's like crazy? Like, let's like, I don't know. You you don't feel like this is like she in the back of her mind. She she knows that like this is out of control, weird, and I don't know. I really I think it is too bananas, not so crazy to be real. I want I want to believe that she's like you know like Trump pulling so you, you know playing three D chess, but I don't think Kelly is oh. capable of that, unfortunately. And so she this is just as truly childish as it sounds and is this complaint pad thing. This is like a four year old's idea of how to resolve I think conflict. She literally has like a five and an eight year old at this time mm-hmm. and is, I think, just like doing what she would do with grasping that. for straws, grasping at straws, grasping at straws. OK, thanks. What do you think it was? Four straws. Four. Uh, I guess. I mean, you, I think they're synonymous. Um, then this kind of weird, dumb Sonya wake up scene. Do you want to waste any time on that? Or I mean, I think there was interesting. At, sorry, just my one thing as sure. that that scene is ending. Kelly just says all of these compliments about Ramona. Just says like 
you know, she get, puts this out. Everyone's like, I don't, I want to just talk to you directly. I don't need to put it on a pad. You know, that's kind of the energy in the room. And as Kelly's leaving, she's like, Ramona's awesome. You know, if you want a friend, you want a friend like Ramona. And, and Ramona <laughs> just says under her breath, I'll take a compliment even from her. Even from her. <laughs> that was a good moment. I just love it. I mean, it. I, Ramona has the kind of subtlest, best digs. I mean, it's like everybody gives Bethany credit for being quote unquote witty, you know, and being mm-hmm. like, oh, so funny. Bethany's so funny. Totally. To me, it's like Ramona really digs at the heart of people because Ramona's the one who sets everyone off. Like Ramona's the one who makes Bethany freak. Oh my And God, it's like, yes. is Ramona like a crazy asshole? Of course. But like, you got to give her cred because the whole game of Housewives is who can talk shit the best. And who can do it at the right time and the right moment. And like she does. That's why she's lasted so long. And you're 100% right. And it's like she she will. And she's perfect for Housewives because in Housewives to be a, like you can have sh- fights. Like, for example, this Bethany and Jill fight that's going on throughout the whole season. It's this huge crescendo. And it makes for really good TV. But most fights on Housewives, you want to be like episodic, like an episode length flight. Right, right. And Ramona's perfect because she apologizes immediately. She'll say the most awful thing. And then within an episode, she's like, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I was wrong. And it's like a perfect, she's perfect for Housewives because it moves things along. You're not just sitting in the anger of the crazy that Ramona says. She says it and then she knows well enough to just be like, I'm sorry, and not really be sorry. It's that's, it's it's magic. It's I, I agree. Magic. She, she's 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 incredible. I mean, she's one of the best all time housewives. I've had to say, if we, you know, if we do stick with the title Housewives Hall of Fame, I know it's just temporary. It's tentative. It's it's working. Um, I would say that you know, if we wanted to, we're picking Hall of Fame episodes. But if we had to pick Hall of Fame cast members, I think you have to by default in your top five have Ramona. No questions asked. I think you're right. It's really troubling. It's not to about me. your favorite, you know. It's I not know. about your favorite person. It's really it's hot. Not about your it's favorite really person. tough, but I I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. I good. agree with you. Uh, so look, Sonia has this amazing moment. She's getting to. She's going to the car, clearly kind of wasted, and she places an empty ceramic glass on a rock outside and just keeps walking. She just puts the glass down. Like the help will come and take care of it. Obviously, <laughs> I'll just hide. To the little point treats. where you're outside, just leaving like food and drink, it's like, like glassware, glassware. It's Easter eggs. It's like on the ground and shit. Like it's one thing to put it on a table, but like the. <laughs> just, I just found that amazing. I I um, hope yeah. I hope, but I also. I don't think I would allow it, but I wish to be that rich someday that I just can leave things. That is that the pinnacle for you? It's not about the amount of cars or the size house. It's are you able to leave that glass outside and have someone come and pick it up after you? I think I would love that. But the thing <laughs> is, I would want that ability, like saying that, of course, that could happen. Like the staff that works for me would come pick up, you know, my glass. I would always mm-hmm. put it in the sink. I feel like I'd want that. <laughs> that push and pull like i would have i'd be too my midwestern like you're too polite you're too nice but i'd want the option like if i did leave a glass it would be gone in the morning you want to be a wealthy generous person that's so weird you're so weird you're so out there i know it's like (laughs) i don't know what that combo is but i Uh like it yeah me too oh me too we could just sit on that for a while. I, I don't what does that think mean? So. You want to you want to 
Do you want to shut up? You want to <laughs> stop talking to sit in that for a while? Is that what you said? No, no, no. I just thought we could talk about oh, my rich ruminate on your. Oh, I would love to talk about all your positive values. Of course. <laughs> I could do that another all day. Another day, Unfortunately, another time. Unfortunately, <laughs> we have to We have to go to the on. bikini photo at, shoot. Let's see where we're at here. We're at a solid, wow. We're almost 40 minutes into this bad boy. <laughs> we should probably... <laughs> Do you want to either A, take a break, or B, keep going but faster? Let's take a break. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. All right. We are back on the yet-to-be-named, uh, I mean, I like the HHOF, the the Housewives Hall of Fame podcast uh that's what we're doing we're picking hall of fame episodes you know what do you think no yes Uh, maybe no no i agree i agree that they're hall of fame episodes yeah and just working title (laughs) (laughs) wow you're going back so what were you first you you rebuffed me hard and now all of a sudden you you like the title no you say i agree i agree you you shrunk you shrunk I liked that it is the Hall of Fame. That is a good descriptor. That could be a subhead. Okay, it's a subhead. But the title, working title. All right. At this point in the podcast, I think we should inform our listeners that 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 tinny kind of it sounds like a like a little man is hitting a big silver slab with a hammer. That's mm-hmm. how I like to think of it, over and over and over again. Little little like lemmings. What's that show? That Muppet show? Fraggle Rock. I like to imagine my radiator, like there's Fraggle Rock happening inside. Lots of little tiny men hitting the radiator with hammers. Anyway, this is a very weird way to tell you our radiator is loud. So if you hear a lot of crackling, um, we're not making popcorn. We're very rich. We have a... Yeah, we're extremely rich because we have a radiator. (laughs) That's right. An old radiator that just sings all night. And also there might be a man at certain points that screams, uh, you know... Google, stop! He's our neighbor, Charlie. He's our neighbor, Charlie. That's right. He tends to yell at, uh, I guess, not anything. Alexa. Well, the Go- well, sure, anything. But the Google, uh, the Google Voice Assistant, I guess, would yeah. be the official name. Is yeah. he likes to abuse it as much as an electronic application could be abused? Yeah. We can't unpack that today. No. No, that's well, for we're, next episode. No, no, you. I'm sure you tuned in not to to hear the troubles of a man who's alone and on the edge. You want to hear? On the edge right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are. It's a weird, wild world out there. You know, the housewives world has been uh, interrupted too, as as many, you know, uh, big fans know who follow the show and keep up to date with the news, the the production on. Uh, you know, on the on the Beverly Hills uh, franchise has been halted due to COVID. You know, I, I believe it was uh, Garcelle and, and Lisa Renna, and I, I believe Dorit also contracted COVID. I, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what I've read. We're quoting you. This is a direct newspaper. Can you link. support? Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. I mean, I think that similar to all sporting and, fly, you know, Delta pushing to have the, the quarantine period be lower and with sports being like, let's cut it. I feel like it was probably halted for a few days. They're back up and running. Oh, you think they're going now? They I guess they are. Be. All right, let's 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 get back on track here. 
what <laughs> what happened last? We we obsessed over Sonia leaving a glass outside and having someone pick it up for her. And then look, where we, were they headed, Jared? Well, they were headed to a little photog session with Kelly Ben Simone, who fancies herself as a photographer. As Molly mentioned, I guess she lived with or dated some famous photographer. Mary Jill Ben Simone, who was the L photography or creative director for a very long time, and. If you're a how or if you're just a reality fan in general, mm-hmm. Jill Ben Simone, uh, that was always the top model, like grand prize, and a you know an L photo shoot with Jill Ben Simone. So mm-hmm. he definitely had cred, big cred. Right. Um, I would say you know Ramona is is always feels stiff to me in these situations. I mean, um, she is a robot in a. She's a robot, and it's like, and she's wearing the absolute tiniest bikini ever. And she just talks about she's laying there and talks about like, or and says like, oh, in this last shot, I was thinking about Mario, like making love to Mario. <laughs> Does she so, say making love to Mario? She says making love to Mario is what I was thinking about when when we were our eyes let me ask you this this is personal but I want to ask you because you know we all have our thoughts and maybe this is wrong but do you think about some of these housewives couples sexually what it's like in the moment when they're having sex is that too far am I taking it too far (laughs) no I don't think you are I good I've never thought about Ramona and Mario I mean probably later on today now that's stuck in my mind but the only two people i thought about mm-hmm. are jill and bobby r.i.p bobby but <laughs> <laughs> before or after he passed before obviously I, yeah, yeah yeah so um interesting interesting and why, why. and why and why jill I just, interesting i just pictured bobby. that voice that like hi you know oh wow yeah yeah finishing yeah yeah <laughs> Wow. We're in the middle, you know. We're in the middle, yeah. I feel like well, she's chatty. Of, yeah, she's chatty. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. She must be chatty. Um, Ramona, on the other hand, probably silent and stiff, just like she was on the beach. We had Alex McCord. <sighs> but look, look. Just... It's one thing to be stiff, okay? Yes. She says Kelly was making her feel uncomfortable. She was making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I kept I... on having to make you look directly at the could, screen and you kept on putting your eyes to the side. You know, Molly has this thing where she can't watch horror movies. She can't watch Action any films. gross out scenes, any shooting, anyone gets hurt, anyone's in danger. Anything, someone's going to be scared. Anything might happen to someone. Not not as happening, might happen. I sense the energy. Molly cannot look at the screen or watch it. She it, 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 Literally impossible. The entire horror genre is off limits to her. She cannot watch any horror movie by definition. And then a lot of other, as she says, action movies like what was it 1918 what was, no 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 19, uh, uh, 12, 14? 1918 that movie where it's like it's uh, one shot and it's like two soldiers and they're walking around and there's about you know you never know when they're going to be attacked and molly was like this is quite literally torture like she, i was, was you couldn't like look at the screen in the tornado the drill position like <laughs> under the sea i don't know it's a midwestern thing but you know you get into the yes i was you panicked I was having a full panic attack. Was I high also at the time? <laughs> Maybe. And that probably did not help. But honestly, never again. Well, I'll tell I, you. I'll, I'll tell you. This is how I was when Alex McCord was on screen. It's it hard. was it's kind a, of like a cross between Michael Jackson and like just the in terms of like the 
it's gender bending to me. No, not to you. It's almost like a David Bowie kind of. Oh, interesting, interesting. Like, she feels that. I mean, that couple is I mean, an all time incredible. housewives incredible. like woo couple. And I think the reason is because. You know, they kind of got this like Tim Burton crazy quasi like again gender bending monster I think movie t- vibe or something. I think Tim Burton would meet them and be like, "Whoa, these right. people are intense!" Like, <laughs> I don't think I, I. They've got. I don't even want to get into it, but obviously there's a there's a long history with those two, right? They've done some weird shit. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I feel we, we've talked about this. We've talked about it. I mean, just to her in the reunion of the first season when all these okay magazine pictures of alex mccord spread eagle naked in the middle of her husband's hotel came out were leaked that's what it was that's what it was and um ramona got up from the reunion which was iconic it was the first time someone walked off from a reunion and um alex in this yeah Alex alex in this photo shoot was I, I, it was it was very uncomfortable to watch, but I I do have to say well, one, yeah go ahead. It seems like you're defending her, but go ahead. No no no, I agree. I think, but by the end she loosened up. She looked. I I mentioned she kind of looked like Nicole Kidman, you know, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> certainly. You said that at the time. You're being. I mean, that is to say that being saying, generous is an understatement. It was a bit Nicole of the undoing Effett vibe. Kidman. I mean, that is uh, that is that is. Quite the comparison. Just because she's got red hair does not make her Nicole Kidman. No, I don't know. I I just thought like n- that Kelly Ben Simone decided. She was not Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> okay. she was not Nicole Kidman. Um, I have to say that if I I always try to take it back to like with me and my friends. Now I wouldn't do a lot of things as I don't like people in general that much, but <laughs> I I would say that. The female Larry David, isn't that what you how you refer to yourself? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh boy! I hit a sore spot. We have a Larry David hater over here. Jews in general, I think, right? You're not a big fan. <laughs> Go I, ahead, I admit it. I'm kidding. She loves them. She loves me. I'm one. Go ahead, keep talking. This is really, really difficult. Um, <laughs> I, what I would like to say is, mm-hmm. if my friend close, like even a. I went on a trip and a friend was saying, hi, everyone, as a gift to you, I want to go down to the beach and <laughs> take photos of you in a bathing suit. It's so weird. I mean, but she's a model, would, though, right, though? Isn't that yes, part of it? but none of them are models. So it's like, oh, I'm going to do this thing <laughs> where well, I'm going right. to make, I, I'm going to be hot in a bikini as well. I'm not doing taking any photos. What's funny, I, it, was like, it was like she was in a full, like, obviously ready to model bikini and then, like, had, like, work glasses on. As like if it was Woody like, Allen. <laughs> I know, awkward. But Woody Allen-esque, like, like, I'm a serious I, photographer a glasses. You're ridiculous. And look, it's like those movies from the 90s where it's like, you know, Evan Ra- Rachel, or not Evan Rachel Wood, but the um, there was a Freddie Prince movie in the 90s where the girl is like the nerdy girl and then she just takes off the glasses. Yes, that classic I moment. feel like Kelly yes. Ben Simone yes. was doing the opposite and putting on the glasses. Like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm actually right. really nerdy. She's the before picture. Exactly, exactly. <sighs> That's ridiculous. hilarious. That's hilarious. No, absolutely, I agree. Um, so, Jill, this is... Uh, this is amazing. This scene is one of my favorite in the whole episode. She she doesn't ask permission. She goes to just go skating on this rink, which I guess oh. is like a private rink, and like serious ice skaters are competing, like After p- the potentially Olympic done, or right? whatever. Like they cut back to New York with Jill. 
That's yes, 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 yes. After the yeah, well, yeah, the, you know, again, McCord. I don't want to harp on it because it creeps me out, but yeah, baby face, soft face. Give me the baby face, the soft face. Johan face, Johan face. That's her son. It was just a lot of weird shit. Anyway, so Jill doesn't ask permission. She goes on the skating ring. It's like Olympic level, like you know, Tanya Harding, like you know, Michelle Kwan level, like Johnny spinning in the air, like Johnny. Yes, exactly. And um, she's she in just, what, she, a like, singlet she, or what? A, she's in one of these outfits. Yeah, no, exactly. Like a, a nice skating outfit. Like a, with rhinestones. Right, like a showy, it. like a big one. Like and, she's ready for. And she's, right. Like, barely like some sort can of, skate. And she's, and she skates out there like, honestly, like maybe she's better than me because she can move around. Mm. But like, no, 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 no. She's like, she's like focusing on not falling. You can tell. I'm... And it's like, she's out there with like Olympic levels. And then amazingly, this guy who I love, like <laughs> off screen with subtitles, just like does not give a shit. And is like, I've never seen such bullshit in my life. He says like, get off. the. There's like people trying to spin here. You don't know what you do. This is ridiculous. And then she, I, I, you know, I love that she cops to it and says, he's right. He's right. Doesn't have to be rude, but he's right. But, like, to me, it is so funny. It's like, actually, he does have to be rude because what you're doing is, as you admit, completely ridiculous. Like, you, at a certain point, if you do that, like, if I walked onto the court while NBA players were practicing and, like, shot around, they'd be like, get the fuck off the court, you crazy idiot. I know. It's... And it's like, yes, that's what this was. And it just made me laugh that they kept, I love that they kept it in, too. They found a way to keep it in. I it... love when they, you know, are able to keep kind of almost like Billy on the street, like how to with John Wilson style, like real city moments. Oh. And they, New York does that very well, particularly, I feel, in this in these early period, in but, this, these seasons. Uh, 100% and like that there, I, I feel and I have a prediction okay. <clears throat> that Jill did this whole push in season three to be ice skating a lot. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, why is she so into ice skating? Well, Bethany, the next after she has the kid and is on her own spinoff series, Bethany Ever After, she which you're a huge fan of. I mean, that's it's 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 very it's you've seen under, it multiple times underrated. I own it all. Um, <laughs> but Bethany goes on skating with the stars, which was a spinoff that didn't go, I think, the very long. Skating with the of, stars. Yikes. Of dancing with the stars, so right. I think Jill was trying to signal, knowing that they were probably starting to cast, and they were probably going to get a housewife for the inaugural skating with the stars. She decided to put her hat in the ring and be like, "I'm ready to be." That's my prediction. So I think that that's why she's doing oh, this I whole skating thing. I see. If, it's all pretend for to get on television. Yeah, I haven't gone on the blogs well, or anything hilarious. on that. But that's sorry, I, I felt I no, needed no, I to say you. it out loud. I'm sorry if it was too much. There was this amazing in the next scene where it's Luann and uh, she's having dinner with Jill and um, <laughs> and Luann in a talking head. It, clearly, she's like made up this. Ex- of course, Luann is like forward with Jill and saying like, well, yeah, like you had to do this thing. It's it's your excuse. I mean, it's convenient because you didn't want to go anyway. And then she says, on the trip with the rest of the one. And then she says, um, well, you know, of course I had to, you know, stay home with Victoria, you know, because it's her 50th birthday. And they go to this talking head 15th of Luann. 15th or 50th? I think 50th. I 15th. said 50th. 15th. Is oh, is it 15th? Victoria is her 15-year-old daughter. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, 15th, 15th. No, I just had to, No, know. please. And she says with a dead straight face in the talking head, um... <laughs> When they're talking about kind of like clearly she doesn't want to go on this trip. She says, I was so excited to stay home with Victoria and celebrate her 15th birthday. 
dead straight face. It was so funny that like she was clearly code saying like, or the you know the editors just she doing an amazing job. She might not even job. be with Victoria on her birthday. I feel like it's like exactly. I'm going it's, to a club downtown. Oh, it's such an daughter! Obvious lie. Obvious lie. Like she probably gave her a present and right. then went out to go blow some guy, you know. Luann <laughs> was wild. Luann was wild. Blue. I didn't realize we talk about sucking cock on a show, but hey, it's your move, I guess. Anyway. Um, I'm sorry that I offended No, no, no. I everyone. like it. I like it a lot. Um, oh oh back half of the scene, hatching of a classics housewives moment. Jill is telling Luann that she's idiotically, as any by any objective measure, idiotically surprising, as she puts it, Ramona, on this trip. Now, in the way that she even she explains it, she's saying, "Oh, uh, you know, I'm not. I, 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 I was gonna go on this trip. I, I, Ramona wanted me to go, but I couldn't go. And now I'm, I'm just gonna actually. Sh- you I know, thought I'm they in- were going on Sunday, but they're actually leaving on Tuesday. And, and therefore, like- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be at a place nearby, and I'm gonna surprise them. Saint Bart's. She's gonna be in Saint Bart's now. The, this is someone who doesn't understand the definition of surprise. Surprise is like someone's in their normal routine. You catch them off guard, and there's something special and new and there for them. Th- that's what su- you throw a surprise party. You don't just show up to something and your presence is the surprise. That doesn't make any sense. And for some reason, Jill doesn't understand that. And she keeps saying in a very odd way, why wouldn't they be happy for that? Why wouldn't they be happy to see me? Why wouldn't Ramona be happy to see me? Why wouldn't she? And that is such a weird, aggressive way of looking at it. And what she's obviously doing is just showing up where she's not invited. Well, she had been been invited. She just... She had been... (laughs) I just want to clarify. No, you're totally right. She had been invited. (laughs) But I'm just saying, to just show up when they don't like and not tell them you're showing up that's just weird and and to say you're not and then you just show up it's like look do i uh, like immediately co-sign with everybody and saying like oh well then fuck jill and this was weird of jill no i I don't but i'm just saying like it is not a surprise you're not surprising ramona that doesn't make sense that's what you say you're doing and it doesn't make any sense I, i i i get it and but i also understand like of course, people that are anxious and like don't think like that are always assuming that everyone hates them or just, you know, much more self-deprecating would think that way about a trip. I understand someone like Jill who is, you know, just thinks everyone wants to be around her. It's like, I'm surprised I'm taking my very sweet little amount of time I have and I'm going to come and you wanted me to come originally. And even though I know like from a... Sorry, no, from go a ahead. bigger no, spot, go ahead. I get that. Right. But she's not thinking at all on a surface level of, well, her and Alex had had a massive fight. Like, that Bethany and her were not speaking at that time. And I know that that was the point she was going to see her, but it just, it made no sense when you actually went down. Like, I Allow- sometimes get excited about things and then right. I'm like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Allow me to present a hypothetical. I'm here. I'm ready. If um, Alex and Jill were fine and Bethany and Jill were fine and Bethany and, you know, or excuse me, and Ramona and Jill were as fine as they are, you know, as they believe they are at the time in the episode, 
do you think that that would still kind of be accepted and and they would be happy that Jill showed up and it would be an okay thing? Do you feel like it's true? Because to me, it's not even about that they're having an issue with her. It's like, maybe it is. Maybe I'm missing the point. Obviously, they had tension and that's why they freaked out when she showed up. But like, to me... It's weird regardless is my point. Like even if you're on good in good standing with someone, you don't just like track like to me it's like you track them down and show up without telling them that you're going to show up. It's just weird. That, it's, it's just weird when you have the means to just call them because to call it a surprise and just not telling them that you're going to show up when you see what I mean? I do, but I also I you I, are you I, team I, Jill in this situation? No, I'm not. I just I don't think it was the right move. And if I was her friend, I would do. I wish I could be as forceful as Luann. Well, Luann, like, I mean, said straight up, like, dude, not a, a good idea. idea. And she's like, whatever. Like, I, I think I'm gonna do it. And Luann was like, whatever. Like, I'm not me. I'm not going. She said. I think that Jill at this point is in a very shitty time because yeah. I think she's realizing that her pushing bethany out is not actually like which has happened all up until this point jill has not talked to bethany all season said that you know made bethany the bad guy yeah and it's clear to her by this point in the season that things were not like the audience the world was not going to be on her side that she is going to be seen as the bully and she is just desperate to have moments on screen where she could rectify the situation and she just thinks I can make this better if I come and be you know it, that's what I think her thought process is it's a little ego she's there's panicking. a lot of ego I she see is ego panicking. but it's ego it don't is you ego. see it's, it's ego I agree I agree so it's that that that's my thing it's like it's one thing if you truly were is it was out of the kindness of your heart I do not sense that I feel like it's ego driven, but You're we can, right. we can, you know, I we mean, can, this is a, we can go on all day about this. I, think, I know, I know. I think that we got it. We got to get to this. What, what ends up being the final scene. Is the most this- intense scene. <laughs> literally the reason why Bravo, every housewife yeah. group for the rest of time will have a trip at close to the end of the season is because of this was this the period. first one or something? I don't know if it was the first one, but it was the one that put it, made it, it on the motherfucking map. It is the pinnacle. So here's what I, I mean. Of I, why everyone does it. It's a perfect thing. You have everyone in contained area for a long period, which mm-hmm. Kelly, this is why Kelly goes crazy. Kelly can be somewhat normal for about an hour and a half. Well, I mean, to what end though? I mean, an hour, exactly. I, like, I, what, I know, uh, but that's why I think uh, this, she's, stuck like she can't go back and be crazy away from cameras and that's just that's mm. the problem well let's you know i'm gonna go through some moments here and you just tell me you know I mean, it's whatever really hard. If this, this is yeah one of the most iconic scenes in my opinion of housewife history so kelly starts the, the scene with like a lot of the stuff that she brings up later and kind of uses as one of her you know one of her many kind of the, the arrows in her quiver she kind of when someone basically speaks to her or around her, and this happened right in the beginning when she got this phone call from her uh, daughter, daughter. C and Teddy. Maybe it was her know. kids, her kids. C and Teddy, yes. Um, I think, you know, Ramona, I think, again, totally, I think legit. Maybe she could have been a little rude about it, but whatever, you know. Because 
Callie just starts talking on the phone and she says, in you the know, po- common space where, in the common everyone, space where is, everyone is trying to have like their time out. It, I, had this. It's totally understandable that she's like, do you mind just going in the other room? And the response by Kelly is, again, what she uses this a lot throughout the night, it's not about you, Ramona. It's not about you. Um, And she tends to say that a lot when people come at her. It's not about you, which is this weird knee-jerk reaction to, like, attack, which is, like, it's not, like, you're saying something. It's not about you. And it's like, whoa, whoa, I was just saying something. And that happened a lot throughout the whole night. And she said, lay off. And immediately it's, like, she is so, so contentious and pugnacious and just relentless, like, in her aggressiveness and she says it's about her kids she's like it's like it is by her being on the phone with her kids she equates that as ramona is getting in the way or causing issue like saying something mean about her kids basically that's her reaction it's like it's about my kids like this is my kids we're talking about it's It's so weird again ramona's not saying anything she doesn't care who you're on the phone with she just wants you to get the fuck out of the room I just don't understand this thing. It's like, I'm, it's my kid. When it's my kid, I go crazy. Like, I just feel like that's like, again, I think a weird, like, you know, ill-conceived plan on her part, thinking that she's going to look good on camera if she kind of does anything in the name of her kids. And it's this sort of like kind of PR-ish team attempt by her, I think, to look a certain way when she freaks out about her kids. She, think that, she thinks that plays well. Um, you know, on the defense, I'm always on the defense, even though she already spoke first. A lot of but, what I'm saying now is going to all be just kind of shit that spilled out of Ben Simone in the scene. It, it literally is this, but it's this weird crescendo. And I know I'm using crescendo a lot, but I feel like this episode specifically has this, like, it's all these yes. little tiny it kind of reminded me of hot ones like it had this like really nice build to it you know like and then it maxes out kind of right kind of like there's a climax right before and then like it comes down a little bit at the end but it's honestly so like they're ready for dinner and like yeah and kelly's having this conversation with her daughter you know really miss mad she missed writing that day or something with c right and we get there and we're on the patio overlooking the ocean i assume and and the, a trio of salsas come out for the groups you know ben simone <laughs> is in the other room and this trio of salsas come uh-huh. and everyone uh-huh. you know it lightens the lightens the mood and trio of salsa so i that you'd have to assume that that is your classic red salsa your verde salsa and then you think mango what did you get did you catch I, I felt, it do you know I what the other mango, one is and and the thing is bethany they talk about it at the right. beginning she's of the she's big scene. on salsas it feels like sure with her chips right doesn't she make chips or make salsa or something she must make salsa or chips oh boy um what <laughs> am i not right I, I, maybe at a time okay maybe. sorry I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry no 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 it's great and i don't want to i just want to i don't want to get too i know i'm a i'm a you're sensitive about this stuff. i'm sensitive about bethany's entrepreneurial uh, so if I make a mistake, you just, you can't handle it. It's just going to a spiral my, instead of, hey, <laughs> hey, babe, uh, actually, I think it might be this. I love you. And I'm like, oh, I love you too. You're like, wow, holy shit. Fuck this fuck. You freak. You can't handle it. It's okay. I, my brain just freezes and I don't know what to do. Um, uh-huh, but uh-huh. I'm, I, I, look, I want to know. I mean, I want to know the truth. No, but the thing is, Bethany is the tree of salsas i really i dove in because i love a salsa but okay uh she Fair. really the reason why that is important is she 
is everyone, I guess, does something to celebrate Ramona for her 17th anniversary that she's going to get, you know, this renewal. And Bethany's gift to Ramona is that she's going to make dinner for the group that night. And the salsas is the first moment of Bethany's making of the food. And right. Um, and it all seems fine, right? Like, well, I don't know about that. I mean, no, at a certain I mean, point, Kelly starts saying that this is white noise. You're all white noise. Everyone's white noise, which is just, I mean, extremely, I mean, condescending, pretentious, aggressive, weird, insane to say in a group of people that you're all white noise is just like a sweeping insult of everyone in the room. she makes that statement Then she starts like randomly kind of, you know, gay shaming and bashing like, uh, you know, Ramona as she goes to like hug Bethany and turns it into this thing of like, you dating? You guys want to make out with tongue and shit? And like, she's like, what are you doing? What is this? Where's this coming from? Like, why are you not only... You seem mad at the that the world or mad at everyone. But or something. she she does it again, even like with the salsas. Like as as Kelly comes into the room, there's a moment where she says to Bethany, "Did you make these salsas?" Like that again, bringing back this needling of chef versus cook. Like she comes into the room doing that. Like it's just so I don't know. It's very bizarre. No, I, I that. Well, yes, it was all very bizarre. I, it, it was, as you were saying, it's kind of like you're you're frantically taking down notes in this section because there's so many things that happen. One of my favorite moments was McCord um, is talking to, to Ben Simone, and Ben Simone is like, you know, like I had a nightmare about Bethany trying to kill me. I'm so sick of Bethany. She, she knows Bethany is trying to kill me. She says, and then Alex has this great read on this line where she's like. When has she tried to kill you? <laughs> just trying, trying to be like, when, I don't understand. You know, she's so just, I love how deadpan McCord is, uh, you know, throughout all this madness. Um, they all With leave. They all freak feet. out. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Sorry. You were saying beautiful what? I mean, she does feel more relaxed and feel, you know, she has that like beautiful mm-hmm. um, Nicole Kidman like curly hair. In this scene. You know, it's it's so funny you say that because <laughs> I, I give her, you know, I feel bad. I, I, I feel like I'm mean and, and I'm giving her shit about her, let's face it, creepy display on the beach during that photo session, right? Yes. I feel bad. So that said, when Ben Simone mentions that she really loves the hair, you know, I look at the hair and then I think Sonia immediately agrees. I, I gotta say, I agree. I really enjoyed it. I kind of liked it. And I think for her, yeah. it really kind of made a statement because, and look, I'm the furthest thing from an expert, I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. You're if, being hard on yourself. You're being self-critical. You're very good at this. If you were to, thank you, if you were to line up all the hairstyles of the women that were there, she would be in first place. And I wholeheartedly agree. I think that's, 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 I'm glad that we really I'm glad we on gave that. Her, that, her her that I, I think she deserves she that. needed she needs more of that I feel like she really is you know a, a right. workhorse absolutely <laughs> she's a workhorse that's how I think of her now do you mean you didn't mean physically in appearance did you no okay good um I'm not an animal so look 
they all leave. Sonia kind of, I, I feel like it's because it's kind of, is it her first year or her second year? It's her first year. She is. Right. So you could sense that like, I feel uh, like. Her lucidity is crazy. Well, and what <laughs> made her, that's right. And what kind of, I think, made her a mainstay on the New York Housewives roster is she's really able to um, give this sense of responsibility in the early days it feels like she paid her dues it feels like she's aware of the fact that look there's this crazy lady and you know bethany and ramona and they're running off and you know mccord's there or whatever and sonia's like realizes she's a rookie and i don't think it looks good for a rookie on the team to just like run off or be part of the group or not engage or not protect this like you know this woman and she really has some big time like mature coming into her own housewife moments in my you know opinion where she's sitting here and she's saying i'm gonna like be the bigger basically she was the biggest person in the scene in terms of like she showed the most to me about who she is on the inside by the way she behaved during the scene she says like you know First of all, she says straight up to her face, Ben Simone, straight up, she says, you're like getting weird. And it's like, she's and saying, she's one of the first to just like look at her dead on, not talk behind her back, no. not make snide kind of snickering behind her back, but is like telling her like, look, I'm a little worried because you're getting weird right now. And that's what like a friend would do if like someone was acting crazy. I, I, I agree. And it's, it's very refreshing and nice to go to back to these episodes. Like her in season three is like Sonia gold standard incredible and now we have her and you know it's like a football player that's been hit too many times like she can come in for plays now but she was just magnificent mm -hmm. in those first few seasons like she, who this is which one Sonia. Oh, Sonia. Sonia. oh yes 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 her lucidity like she's the one giving advice to somebody <laughs> i think it's telling that you keep complimenting her lucidity i mean that's that's not Ooh. a good sign of things to come no her, it's just yes, like we, we, because Sonia we has this like some moments i'm like wow she is the most insightful person ever and then she's an insane person the rest of the time yeah so it's, well that's Sonia. i mean that's Sonia, right in a nutshell she's but early part season, of her appeal is more... that she's up and she's either gonzo or like perfection and she was perfection in the scene like mm -hmm. for the safety of her castmates jesus right well look some great moments here you know Sonia stays behind with her there's this thing where Ben Simone says like, and then of course Bethany calls you a hooker, which was like a clear joke by Bethany, smiling as she said it, making Sonia laugh as it happened. Ben Simone is so desperate to like try to win over Sonia to her team, I guess, against Bethany in this like very weird, clearly missing of a joke. I don't think she missed it. Again, I think she's just trying to manipulate, try to like, trying that, to be a puppet master, but failing basically. I, I don't know if she's that. I think we're giving her too much credit. Maybe, maybe. And, and maybe I think then sometimes it's, sometimes she's just crazy. And sometimes she, I think is doing that. I think it's a 50, 50 for me. Anyway, there was this moment where Bethany says, you can't handle the truth. And then she says, Al Sharpton. And it was a very kind of like, weird Oh, wait. So moment. they're at the table. They're having dinner. Yeah. And like, Everything, every moment, you just feel the tension back and forth. Like you yes. feel everyone's just trying, even Ramona's trying to be the peacemaker and these jabs from Kelly are coming in. And so when Bethany says the truth, oh, you like you can't handle the truth. Yeah. A it, quote from a few good men. Yes, it, it, it's we're talking about, you know, you want to you want to give the Is whole this, background on it? I mean, no, I mean, just that it's Tom Cruise, not. 
I mean, Al Sharpton. I mean, yeah. Well, Al Sharpton. I mean, I, I guess what that was was she thought that like the voice, the tone of voice that Bethany did was reminded her of Al Sharpton. Is that what was happening? I. I it, it just seemed like I don't even want to. I think into this someone I'm at a more medical level could could. Uh, potentially it, help out with that more i think we're we're it's it was above a, our pay grade it was a moment that was tinged with a lot of uh, it was heavy let's say and uh it, it made you cringe i'll say that much and oh. are you are you with me the sharpton moment made you cringe it does it does make me cringe it did make me cringe it will forever make me cringe right but i i think that I hope, uh, you want to get the gwyneth that was a great moment gwyneth <laughs> <laughs> like My she's just Gwyneth. and she just keeps n- n- like this throwing is like my aunt. these things this is like marilyn black this is what she, my aunt does we're, we're calling her out she pretends basically that she's friends with celebrities by referring to them as their first name yeah so every time it's like and you know and tom tom is great don't you think and i'm like tom and she's like tom hanks or whatever <laughs> that's that's an extreme example no it's but more, i mean that's but it's like you know she would say, brad she often says she often Pitt? says like we saw brad yeah fucking pit exactly exactly oh, but some God. you know it's more it's more like uh i'm trying to think of a good example um you know let's say it was maybe jeff or jeff daniels the kind of that level like like big celebrities anyway we can move off this. No, Basically, no, but it, it's it's that vibe. It's that vibe. Of and like, Kelly is tertiary celebrity. And tertiary. It's, and it's so funny because like <laughs> to refer to her as Gwyneth and then have Bethany say, who's Gwyneth? Like really, it's it's the per- it's almost like that they write a joke and like deliver it perfectly, <laughs> like a sitcom level. Like you are watching oh, multicam so writing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's really comes off. So it's so great. It's like My friend Gwyneth. Lines. Who's Gwyneth? Paltrow. And she's very it's so funny. Paltrow, the punchline. I mean, it's like, it makes you laugh no matter what. It's it, so funny. It's channel, channel. The word is channel. The devil. Um, your dad passed away. That's creepy. Calling her, saying the word just in and of itself, this out of context, <laughs> your dad passed away and you're here like celebrating. That's creepy to like make a judgment call on someone acknowledging their dad just passed away. And you're like, I, you feeling about this and processing this the way that you're doing it is creepy. What a like insane. I couldn't even like get to that level. If like I hated someone, I wouldn't say that. It's just so out there and it's, insane to it, like. I think I that, mean to say that in private is bad enough, let alone to her face. And then this kind of set up. I'm sorry if I'm going fast, but I, I do, I because I know we're going to spend a lot of time on this. This is the big. This is one of the bigger quotes and moments in the history of Housewives that this sets up. And I, I want to give you some space and some time to. I want you to say it so that I can just absorb it. Okay. Well, basically, what happens is that Ben Simone is going on and on, and then Bethany kind of just explodes and looks up at her and says. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. You're crazy. And it, then. It's. um, Sorry. sorry our neighbor. Someone, someone is, is locked, locked out, out of their apartment. Of their apartment. This is, this is so exciting. So I mean. Happen in, a, in, a, in a Queens. <laughs> in the story of Queens apartment. It's alive. It's alive. It's a, it's its own organism. The apartment. Yeah. So someone's going to be outside. Of, um, you know. They're. Maybe they'll come in and listen. We could have a listen session. Well, they came at the be- one of the most pivotal moments. I know. Of course, threw us <laughs> off track. But let's let's try to no, get no, back no. on. No, no, no. We're back. We're back. And so so go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. 
um, you're crazy, she says. And the go to sleep moment is, is I mean, that that's it. I mean, and has it's it been, it's, it, it's that it's been memified, it's been glorified, it's been, it's what's, what's, so what is so great about this moment? I mean, I love it. Go to sleep. I like it. It's interesting to me because it's the kind of thing that you would say to someone who's drunk, but it didn't seem like Kelly was drunk. No, it, it just it, seems she was just like insane. So no. to yell, go to sleep. Is like wait what like what, what it struck me is like what, how do you perceive this moment? I think that honestly, and I know that I'm it. I have my own views and perspectives that are sh- like I'm not I'm not unbiased here, but I think that Bethany has been fucking needled this whole trip by Kelly, and that's right. She's yeah. Going, okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. She's literally but, 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 been trying to be as chill as possible and i agree and really not trying to go after kelly and but what does this attack even mean i think it's saying that basically it's evening now like that she keeps <laughs> uh-huh. saying that she's not able to sleep like because of all the Who? bad dreams kelly isn't oh and okay of of bet of bethany killing bethany her, kill her sure. and she i think is just trying to be like, go to sleep. Like, I, this is too much for you to be around me. You <clears throat> should what, go to why, sleep. But why? Why is the why, go? To, just yell at her. Go to sleep. I mean, like they're all up. It's all evening. Why should she go to sleep? Because she's acting crazy. Right? Acting crazy. But that and doesn't. Like, but that doesn't. It's like it's not like she's gonna wake up and not be crazy. I mean, like she's not. I think it's, it's not, just. Knee, I think it's just a knee jerk visceral reaction of. You, she just wants her like to go child. away, essentially, it's like a right? Child. It's like, I, I don't like you. Stop. Go away so I don't have to deal with you, essentially, is what she's saying. I I think it's similar to, like, uh, when you have a, a kid that it's, like, just manic craziness, and you're just like, I just want it to be nap time. Like, I just need this person <laughs> to be out. And I don't know. That's just It's just my, funny as an adult, you know, to, I know, to yell, but go I, to sleep. It's nap time, basically. It's it's incredible it's it's uh, a moment that will be in the time capsule of our times like you know <laughs> in the time capsule of our times, times. <laughs> i i didn't workshop that before well, I, I said it out loud automatically it just you assume that a time capsule of our times <laughs> i mean it's a time capsule right a time capsule is a time capsule of our times it, you're adding some extra words there but maybe, it's a time capsule it's maybe a time, time capsule. capsule on its own is already copied copy you know already has that copyright so you have to i guess a time capsule of our times would be a 2021 time capsule (laughs) right (laughs) right you it would be stuff from now in the time capsule that we say for later time capsule of our times i like that i i think there's something there okay maybe we need to cut that just so we're recording this yeah let's let's that's our my (laughs) own safekeeping i want that insane thought to be um Um, so so your dad passed away that's creepy go to sleep go to sleep the the famous moment it happens then this is so funny and and real to me and dark and interesting is that all of a sudden again sonia back to my whole point about her being the bigger biggest person in the scene is like she starts realizing, like, because people start literally shouting. I think Bethany says, you're crazy. You're insane. Like, you're saying, this is not like, uh, sometimes you say stuff like that in an argument where, like, you're, you're just mad at the person insane. or someone's acting insane or saying something weird. But clearly in the moment when she's saying it, she believe, she literally is just saying that you are crazy. Not you said something crazy or you're acting crazy. You are certifiable. And it's clear that's what she's saying when she's shouting at her, right? And then it is very Sonia, villainizing, yes. Yes. 
And then Sonia steps up, kind of grabs her wrists almost, and is like, okay, this is this has to stop. We can't attack her in this moment because she's acting this crazy, right, people? Like, like she's this acting, is not this fun. Is, this, this is... This is not even like, I think she even realizes like it's on tape and it's like, this woman is just straight up, I'm almost literally losing her mind, right? <laughs> not uh, literally, but you know what I mean? She's losing I mean, her mind. She is having a mental break, a mental break. And is then Sonia really kind of like kind of calms everyone down and like looks at her and looks at everyone else and is like, we need to protect her. And this is like, she says that we need to protect her right now. And Bethany almost like in like kind of like in shock or something like she's like a bystander. Like I, I almost see it as like someone's been taken hostage. And then <laughs> like Sonia came in and shot the person that was holding Bethany. And it's like, are you OK? Like, what do you think? And then Bethany, like almost in shock is like, uh, yeah. You're no, right. but it's you're, like you're, that. You're, you're right. Thank you, Sonia. Thank you, Sonia, for saving me in this moment because, like, it's true. Sonia this... saves Bethany by making her realize that they all need to chill because, like, she's acting that insane. She's actually like something it's, is happening with it's, her. It's like in any moment in life where you're like, we're all in this normal situation, and there's a moment where it's like it hits this other point, like where yes. you're like, it goes from okay. It's just this COVID virus in China to we're locked in our houses. I right, think there's this realization. Right. I mean, I know that's a little bit No, it's broader. not insensitive. <laughs> How many people die compared to this? <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of people dead. Millions. Millions. <laughs> Are you we're projecting? We're going to cut this part, right? <laughs> no, this is all staying Get in. boosted. Anyway, yeah, get boosted, people. So Sonia... <laughs> Probably not boosted. Probably none of these women are boosted. Some are. I you think so. That's. We'll get into that. That'll be our next episode is breaking down the vaccine status of each one of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Sonia says we need to protect her. And I think it's a very mature thing to do. They start diffusing the anger. Uh, it's 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 a really kind of. The, I mean, one of the better moments of the episode is when Ramona, very, very, very funny, says good things for everyone. Good things for everyone. <laughs> in this very kind of like desperate hilarious like artificial attempt to just like make everyone calm down but you know at least you got to give it to her that she's on the side of calming things down but it's hilarious how she chooses to do so in this like weird fake like way yeah there's this moment like in the middle of this like kelly's go like after the go to sleep moment i believe yeah kelly leaves for a little while and goes and (laughs) goes to her room we think she's gone for the night. We're praying she's gone for the night. She goes to get jelly beans from Offers her room. them to the crew, right? Is that Offers what was them to everyone saying, who wants a jelly bean? Like, jelly this beans. is not so serious. Just to, again, again. So creepy. Either actually more evidence that she actually is insane or more evidence that she's playing insane. Someone to she's literally be like, here's the jelly beans. I have jelly beans for everyone. It's like, okay, what's I, going on here? You know what I, I mean? I have to stop you here. I... That this, I don't think she's a good enough actress to act this crazy, non-realistically. It's not that though that like she has I, to play a specific role. She just I, has to act weird. That's she, easy to do. No, I I really feel strongly. She talks about for years and years to come after this episode that her viewing on the. It's not like some housewives. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like Danielle. I hear this. Like Danielle. Staub on New Jersey that is like kind of gets off on being insane. Kelly Ben Simone is not that person. She wants to be, she was a legit socialite who like in the, as they described throughout the season is a person that in New York 
people would be like, oh shit, Kelly Ben Simone, this gorgeous, like, like married to a fan. Like she had good, good status in yeah. New York. Yeah. Her being insane on this episode does nothing for her. And she's said that you're she's saying? She's said that many times okay. that All this right. experience I, has totally well, look, screwed up her life. Well, then look. Well, in some that's, ways. Uh, that's different than saying I was, you know, totally honest in this moment. Or I, I really believe because it, miscalculating could also produce what you're saying in terms of like, oh, the, yeah, it ruined my life because like it I, got all fucked up. But like, I, that I could really still be, strongly okay, believe. You feel it's authentic, Kelly, think, all the way. Uh, unfortunately, I wish that there was. So what's a, your explanation? A chemical imbalance? I think that she chemical some therapists psychologists psychiatrists should i'm sure could figure it out it honestly i mentioned <laughs> what does that mean by looking at the episode watching the episode and diagnosing 100 percent. i think that really 100 percent. there's moments through the you episode look it up then probably right i i assume i think anything you know is what on the is internet kelly but, ben simone but she does have this like throughout the episode i kind of wrote down like trump a bit like she has this okay. like Yes. crazy that's i, I, I combative yes. like she's it's almost like the insanity fight is back so before, like fight first like fight be, be, first. Be, be, fight be the one out there be the aggressor if someone comes at you come back at them harder and the craziness and the just like so out there it's yes. so hard to to like fight with someone who's like slime where it's like I don't even know what this means. Like right, I'm just right. saying a lot of it's crazy shit. It's hard to fight shit. with a crazy person. Like it's a, what are you gonna say? It's, <laughs> it's like it's like whoa, like tortoise sponge. It's like it's wait, we're not what? using I, logic no. back and forth to yeah. soundly try to figure out what the problem is. Right, and right, right, someone right. should have. It's it's like there the lucidity is not there. And I know I've used right. lucidity. No, a lot. but no. well look. I used it with Sonia, but now I'm using it with Kelly. You used it with Sonia, now you're using it with Kelly for different reasons. I think with Sonia, it's obviously alcohol and Kelly chemical imbalance affecting her lucidity. You, I, again, I, I just want to nail this down. She definitely has a undiagnosed mental disorder. Okay, okay. Yeah. there. Well, look, um, that was, I mean, I think fittingly, what you just said was really what, what that whole episode was about. It was about... Ben Simone living through this on camera, basically like mental breakdown, whether she's aware of it or not, is, I guess, not up to debate from Molly's perspective, perhaps up to debate from my perspective. And look, I I, I, I love this one. I love this one, Molly. I feel like it, uh, it was a great episode. It uh, was the centerpiece of this trilogy that I know is near and dear to your heart in, in New York. It is. And uh, it's part of probably one of your favorite seasons of Housewives. Is that fair to say? I've rewatched this season the most of any season mm -hmm. i mean i watched the season two quite a bit i also watched the cartagena season <laughs> that's often. fun to say cartagena yeah um like the carol beth like when bethany has a true feud with someone mm -hmm. it's epic television her feud with jill is will go you know will stand the test of time of course, the of carol yes. bethany feud later on is also important. It's just Skeletor, the levels. Is it okay to say that? No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh come on. We'll cut that part. No, really. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Going. I okay. don't know. Um, I just think that it it just it's such a 
it's we're an embarrassment of riches in this season like it just it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. there's that underlying story plot of of jill like which is kind of the first time i feel like in housewives that it was this such a strong story point throughout the season and we're hitting the end of the season with this trip yeah. and it's just magic i i, I want to have some sort of official way of inducting them into Ooh, the like hhof I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> working title working title i wonder <laughs> if there's any way uh i mean let's see off, off off the dome i feel like we can maybe just call out um maybe kind of give a, a little beginning to a speech that someone would give like on the podium like we each welcome this episode here. I'll do a little here. Let me just look at the episode title and number. Um, I think it's episode 13, Sun. Uh, I believe it's 12. 12. Uh, so say something like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the induction ceremony for yes. the HHOF. Um, it is my it. honor and my privilege, uh-huh. along with Molly Sailors. Yep, I'm here too. To induct a landmark episode in Housewives history. Yes. Agreed. To <laughs> induct... <laughs> I love how you're chiming in here. You are, you are it's, adding it's, so much. It's like a volley, you know? <laughs> Just right. a true volley. It's a true back and forth between us. <laughs> um, I, it, it, is a, it is a pivotal moment um, in, the, in the history of not only the New York franchise, but I, I would say... For Bravo as a whole, this trip really kind of defined their feature series. Um, that this trip, it seemed like, made its 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 impact far and wide as far as influencing the way that other Housewives episodes would be produced. I I would say so. I I think those are all accurate, and I think, for a personal level, it's mm. it's an episode that when someone is unsure about the Housewives and honestly, where the thought of where of circling what this episode would be. When I try to get someone to see kind of the heart of what Housewives is and mm. say, where do I start? You know, that's the question. What episode should I watch? Mm-hmm. It's this, this trilogy is what I always suggest. Well, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, please. <laughs> well, what? No, what? I'm, in, oh. I'm in doing the induction speech oh, yes. still. Dun, dun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. We're revealing some sort of bust we'll make busts later maybe we should put those up on our of the women like they're no you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly we're we're showing uh (laughs) molds of their breasts Uh, accuracy (laughs) that's right and it's just the bust the head's chopped off and it's i think i could actually no i I think i could identify their their boobs it's kind of in a lineup (laughs) if all the busts were lined up maybe we should do busts no that'd be horrific um, I, well, would I do Jill's sense... bust pre? She had a. I mean, everyone's been augmented in some way. She had a reduction. It would be fascinating <laughs> to induct these episodes via busts of the housewives. Just, I, I do think in in, in the way the that I originally meant it. Just the torsos. <laughs> just torsos. No limbs. No limbs. It's important. <laughs> I don't want to see a limb. <laughs> um, it, it, what I meant to say, you know, kind of like they do in the NFL Hall of Fame is, uh, and, you know, in Cooperstown for baseball, they make a, a a mold of the guy's face and head. That's what I mean by bust, like shoulders up. Oh, so opposite so, of my like a, The inverse, I guess, is what, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so uh, we'll maybe have a little bust, or if not, just imagine it. Just what, if you had to make a bust 
of this episode, one screenshot to turn into like a bronze molding, uh, what would the bust of season three, episode 12 be? Sun, you know, sand, and psychosis. I, I think Kelly in her purple mm, silk dress, very good walking choice. down the hallway with the jelly beans in one hand. What right, it, I mean, anything. No, let's, I want to end on that. That was, that was beautiful. This has been the first episode of HHOF. Working title. I'm Jared Emick. I'm Molly Sailors. Later. Later.